0: To the Chris and Sam podcast, pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back.
1: Hello and welcome to episode four hundred and forty-six of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris and I'm Sam. Welcome, welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology, and life. And man, we got some good feedback this week, Chris. Good yeah, feedback from our listeners yes uh so first off brett brett was chuckling to himself he was like telling me that he uh had listened to the latest podcast episode and he was laughing away and i didn't know what he was going to be laughing about but he uh he thought it was quite humorous when we were talking about that 101 year old woman that died
0: um i mean he's 102 isn't he Is he's that pretty pretty laughing? Close, he's, pretty, he's pretty close to it so i'm assuming that's why
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh adam adam uh came and uh i don't know if you've seen this comment yeah i did see that i'll read it because it's, it's the best as you know i will state uh putting together a 30 minute uh podcast every week it takes a lot of prep like there's a lot going into it i mean we meet up somehow via zoom or in person and um that's about it, really. But uh, <laughs> Adam said, I love your commitment to never fact checking your stories, never change. And then. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I read that. I was like, oh no, what did we do? <laughs> I thought it was
1: going to be you, and then uh, it was me. So I was
0: right. <laughs> why would you assume it was me? Anyway, carry on.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Just we briefly. all know why you assume it was me.
1: <laughs> if you care, the new Liam Neeson film is not a taken sequel. I will say I only just saw a glimpse of the end of the ad movie, TV ad for it. Uh, it's not a taken sequel. He's a completely different grumpy old man and doesn't kill a single person. The film is called Retribution, and his particular set of skills are embezzling money from hedge funds and being framed for car bombing a bunch of dudes. So, I mean, I don't know if I want to see it now. If he's not <laughs> going to say the line,
0: what's uh, the point? Uh, it's cool. That that is hilarious. Because um, you totally sold me on. It. I just assumed it was another taken. Oh, I me too.
1: Any... I, I sold myself on it. <laughs> I thanks, Adam. Uh, I like it when uh, our listeners um, let us know.
0: <laughs> yeah, give us some feedback at least. Uh, that's cool. I've I've had a really busy week, so I'm going to run through a few things that happened this week. Just um, yeah, let you know what's went on. Um, okay, we'll start with improv. Com. I'm going to do this just in chronological order. Are you still there? You just. Yes. Okay, somehow,
1: somehow the video turned off. Carry on. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. So uh, Impulse Combat did our first show. Jamie and I were uh, in it. Uh, so we uh, performed on Sunday. Uh, that went really well. Uh, you'll laugh at the one person I had to play in a party scene. So you've got those party scenes where the host doesn't know who the yes. people are. Yeah. So you're not yeah. going to. Yeah. You've got to play a part. And we had. Five guests, and uh, two of them were quirks. So, one guy was, you, If you break eye contact with him, he bursts into flames. That's oh, a quirk! <laughs> it was pretty intense, actually.
1: <laughs> that, that'd be pretty good, actually. Just...
0: <laughs> it was funny, ass. Um, I, oh, I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah, so the two quirks there was one inanimate object, which actually was a um slinky, and then two characters, oh two people, and okay. I was one of them, and I was Joe Biden.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Donald Trump.
0: No, no, I think Trump might have been easier, but yeah, would no, have been. Way I don't know. Easy. I just did the old thing, and then I tripped over a sandbag. I thought for sure that would work.
1: No, that could have been anything.
0: And I'm like, it was a sandbag, and she had no clue. But um, got got it in the end. No, it was good. It was good time. I had a lot of fun. Uh, the, my solo stuff went really well, as opposed to I'm not that great with groups. <laughs> I I just need the more practice. Um, When we're up there in a thing, you've got to really know what everybody else is doing. So that's cool. But our team won. The Business Investment Trust Company, Hamilton, which is our team. Of course. Uh, That makes sense. It sounds like you're sponsored by them. (laughs) Yeah. Business Investment Trust Company, Hamilton. Yep. Oh, and by the way, it is kid-friendly. So oh, we yeah. had the youngest people in the audience. We're like eight, I think, or something yeah. like that. So uh, I it's on every Sunday for the next few weeks. I'm back on uh, the 17th of September and the 15th of October are my uh, next team dates, my, dates yeah. my team's playing. But I'm going to be going and supporting every week. So uh, call out to anybody in the Waikato area that wants to because it's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's on uh, at the media on Sundays. Uh, so that was cool, and then uh, not last night, night before. Ha ha, Hamilton. Uh, I got to have a shout out to to Anna uh, and her sister Laura. Anna will be listening to this, and Is um, she a
1: new listener to the podcast. Yes. Hello, yes. welcome.
0: Um, <laughs> also known this... as Myth Lady. Um... Okay, don't <laughs> let this put you off. <laughs> meth Lady. She, she okay. made some, she was just sat next to me and she made some, yeah, you know, shouted out a few things. And that ended up being her nickname from the stage for the rest of the night, meth lady. Um, which was hilarious. No, Anna, Anna was good, good, good laugh. And they were there to support Tia, who was a first timer, who, you know, went on stage for the first time. Nice. And Tia did an amazing job. In fact, Tia and this other girl, um, Kate. They both had a first time. Kate was um, pretty gutsy because she goes on stage and she says, "I'm a Martian. I'm not really a human," and does this whole thing, which is a gutsy move. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, she yeah. pulled it off. It was really good. I actually think that that night, the ha ha Hamilton was the best ever. Oh, it was not quite as. It's, it's not the fullest. It was. It no, was no, busy. No, no. But the, but the best, the acts themselves, fantastic. The MC was great. I love Joel. He's the um, he's the uh, headliner. Um, I I was looking forward to seeing him I and mean, didn't disappoint. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. So that was at Navarra Lounge. Uh, every um, first Wednesday of each month, I am going. I've I've pushed. Yeah, I have put the stamp of approval on it. I've told everybody the, I am performing. The
1: stamp of approval.
0: I don't know what the word is. I've committed is probably what I meant. I've committed. uh, So first, first uh, Wednesday of November, I will be doing my debut stand-up debut. Okay. Okay. So that's cool. So that's
1: the first of November.
0: First Wednesday in November. Right.
1: Which is the first
0: of November. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't even looked. (laughs) I just. Yeah. So that's. um, Yeah. So that was really good. That was awesome. So that's the Nevada Lounge. And then last night I was at Navarro Lounge again. So, um, oh, yeah, what, yeah.
1: How was that?
0: Yeah. So uh, at Haha ha Hamilton, I'm sitting next to Anna. So I'm sitting on the end. Anna and her sister Laura are sitting next to me. Um, and this guy comes over and says, hello, and just pauses and looks at me. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a good. And start. then I
0: recognized him. It was Who Derek. Was it? Derek. Oh, M- yeah. How do you I, not I recognize Derek? He's amazing. I I know I, I don't man. know I, I yeah it took me it took me a second or two it's hilarious and he goes ah uh, yeah I don't want to interrupt or anything you know like I was with the girls
1: yeah
0: yeah um <laughs> um but uh yeah I uh, just thought I'd say hello um I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night so I was like oh cool that'd be good because back in the Vara lounge tomorrow night so uh, he didn't show up so Derek if you're listening to this <laughs> we need to catch yeah. up.
1: Derek's a busy man. Uh so the thing last night was a networking event.
0: Is yep. that correct? So it was for um, uh, Misty Flix Labs. That's it. And it is the um, it was a filmmaking event, and I met some new people. I had a ball. There was about it was, it was at least forty people there um, last night, which was really cool. So I was pretty impressed with that. Um, yeah, that's cool. And yeah, uh they had jumped on stage said a few things. But yeah, I met some new people. Um we're gonna set up a um once a month Friday lunch meeting for a few people in that film um environment and do that. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh that's sort of my week. I just thought I'd I'd run through uh I, some of those things.
1: The the podcast listeners are enthralled, Chris. We've spent a third of our uh so <laughs> learning about what you've been up to I, I so, I, what,
0: so i i end up i'm i'm the health and safety officer for misty flicks i don't know yes, if I told you right. that. yeah you know you did mention and yes. um so i ended up telling the story last night and then or yeah adam were telling the story about um how adam filmed me driving a car adam uh and oh, i was yeah, told yeah. not to hit the brakes and in the hedge that was between us only just stopped the car from hitting him and like good times. Good, yeah. That was a good time. and safety officer. That was a good choice. Yeah. Anyway, uh,
1: real briefly, I had to, uh, sh- I was in Rotorua for two days. I had to shoot up to Auckland and pick up my auntie and my cousin's daughter that just flown in from the UK for three weeks. So, uh, Oh, dr- wow. Drove up with the whole family and then, uh, drove all the way back with them. Uh, Auckland airport is a mess. The international at the moment, they're building a giant hotel, I think right next to the terminal, like really close. Uh, so you've got to go through about 50, uh, shipping containers, those walkway things. Um, yeah, so it's pretty good. They're looking forward to having a look around. My auntie was here last 17 years ago and then, um, Madison, she's 18. She's never been in a plane before. So this is the first time.
0: Wow. And,
1: uh, yeah, So she's everything's amazing to her, like just everything. So it's it's pretty funny. So anyway, uh, that's what I've been up to, and then straight into work last night. So I couldn't make it to that event. Yeah, yeah. um, Here we are. You cool? Cool.
0: I wanted to mention this um, thing about the. There's a new discovery inside the Great Pyramid. Now you would think that they would have figured this out. Everything there is to figure out about the the Great Pyramid, right?
1: Uh that must be why there's those memes going around.
0: Carry on. I don't know about those you can tell me in a second if if this hits the mark. But anyway, um some scientists have used muons to What now? Muons. So muons are I've a I've never heard that word. Okay. I I think um I think isn't muons are in a couple of sci-fi games like muon guns. But um they they're okay. um Particles that okay. are fired out at the speed of light from, I forget what event, like a black hole blowing up, I suppose. Some, oh, okay, some yes. Random, that's random how they stuff.
1: do the aging thing, isn't it?
0: Uh, no. No, that's another one. Okay, uh, carry on. Another particle, but similar sort of thing. But muons are, are this specific particle, and they, they um, fly through stuff, and they're flying all the time. And in the past, scientists have used it to... Uh, look outward as we were, looking into space yeah. understanding okay. things from the path of the muons or, or something I can't remember but this, they tried this new thing where they're effectively using muons like an x-ray yes. and they're studying how the great pyramid is affected and they found it's got a secret passage that nobody's heard about a secret passage in a chamber um, okay. effectively it... by x-raying the pyramid yeah. Um. In in the uh, with these muons, which I just thought was uh, fascinating. So I've got a link to a a little short video. So obviously, there's nothing really for me to say there, but we'll throw that link into the um, into the cool. um, the thing and and check it out. Cleo, it's another Cleo Abrams thing. Cleo's my my my, my girl on um YouTube. She's awesome. She's a, like a scientist, like a Michelle Dickinson type thing.
1: Oh yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's have a look.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she's really cool. She always has some good stuff. I I watch a lot of her videos. Anyway, that, I thought that was interesting, and um, a, and Sam's learned a new word: muons.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'll be sure to use that uh, in, somewhere. <laughs> I was going to say uh, we spoke about India landing on the moon. Mm. Big news! They uh, straight away launch one to the sun. Now we've got another one going to the sun. That's going to do some research up there, and the Russian, um, the Ru- when the Russians fail, the guy ended up in hospital and then died from mushroom poisoning. How convenient!
0: Oh my god, damn! Actually, I haven't even got this written down, but I've just seen this on the news. So there's a bunch of human trafficking issues going on at the moment um, that Cuba's complaining about, where Russia's um, human trafficking people from Cuba. To fight Ukraine, basically they're going. Come to Russia, get a job as a chef. You can get a job for two thousand dollars a month, which is more than a doctor makes in Cuba, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And so they, they go over and they give them a gun and say, "Front line, there you go."
1: They're, oh no, they must know. Oh, I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, well, now, cause, uh, every it's a, it's big news. It's, um, everybody knows what's going on, but a lot of people, apparently all these people have said, no, I was lied to. That's not what I thought I was here for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so this, uh, did you hear about the Napier knitting
0: group? No, So uh, it's not really in my, uh, calendar of things that I
1: keep on. No, no, no. Of course. <laughs> That's right. If it was local, of course. But (laughs) Napier, too far afield, especially when you don't have a car. Um, So these people at Good George, I'm assuming that they had some young person that was taking the bookings and didn't know anything. So this Napier knitting group made a booking for 12-person table on a Tuesday. Not really known as the busiest night of the week in most pubs, right? Right. And they were going to get together and then return uh, later in the month as well. It's a newly organized social night. They're going to eat, drink, knit together. Somehow a staff member on the Monday learned that the booking was for a group that would be bringing their knitting equipment. And they replied and said, that's not the vibe we're going for. So we've canceled your booking. Um, And the woman goes, I never specified we were a group of knitters because I didn't think we'd have to. And she reassured the staff member that we would be eating and drinking. We're not going to just be lurking in the corner uh, And they said the staff member says, "You're welcome to come if you want to eat and drink, but you're not welcome to knit." So she posted it publicly, and then uh obviously, good George Napier tap house have realized the error of their ways. They've oh, apologized, we've connected, and we've come to a good resolution. We didn't want to offend anybody. And we're still a new business finding our feet. And I was like, you either want people in your bar or you don't. And that is that, the
0: dumbest thing. Because if it, it came it. up, like if, if I was a bar owner and you know, I've, I've managed bars um, or been duty manager and put it that way, and somebody and a group came in and all started knitting, I would be taking photos of that shit that would be memed all over yeah, the yeah. place. That would you could come up with some gold out yeah, of that
1: exactly and it's on a tuesday night like they they yeah, it's they not, know yeah, they're exactly. not, gonna it's not going to be going at you know friday night saturday night
0: yeah 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 100% 100% so
1: that's crazy uh they've found a new fossil that's uh, excited scientists you know how uh, excited they get about things uh it's a rare tropic bird fossil that they found in north canterbury And it's potentially going to turn the historical records on its head. And they're going to say Uh that this bird potentially originated in Zealandia back in the day and not the Northern Hemisphere, as previously thought. So they found this really intact.
0: So they thought it started there and migrated to us, but it's the other way around. So they
1: found this really, really intact fossil um and they're like oh we think it's going to um yeah
0: actually that makes a lot of sense to me um we we would we we have bird life is our thing maybe we just exported birds everywhere
1: Um, yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) you know what i mean like you you go through anywhere in new zealand there are just birds everywhere because there's no other predators or naturally it was bugger all yeah so yeah, we <laughs> that that makes sense. Hadn't thought of that actually. Um, that reminds me of something else I re- I saw this week. Um, there's a type of worm that has been known for a long time, and it it goes into like a z- severe sort of um, hibernation. Okay. They they've been frozen, yeah. and they they've um, revived them. So previously, the one that they, they revived one that had been frozen for nine years and brought it back to life they've done this other one uh 46,000 year old worm and they brought it back this to life this is
1: how we are going to die from the diseases and stuff <laughs> no because they're unlocking the, the...
0: oh yeah 100% no, no, not the worm, I know exactly but all mean. the
1: stuff that's frozen in the ice shelves yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be
0: well, no, there's climate change. We're unlocking bubonic plagues and all sorts of stuff. uh will be unfrozen. It'll be yep. great. What could go wrong? What could go wrong, Sam?
1: Nothing. And when it does, we'll still be here pumping out podcast episodes.
0: For your listening pleasure
1: as you hide in your underground bunker. Don't worry. We'll be at all bunker listening posts somehow. That'll be a thing.
0: Hey, um... Have you because I don't normally see ads, but I've I I, I, I watched the I finished watching the traitors in
1: Rotorua for like two days, all I've been bombarded with is ads.
0: Carry on, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I I will give a yell out for that traitors tvnz traitors. I uh, my sister's really into that, yes, yeah, yeah. It's finished now, like the final one was the other day, so she's been watching the UK Um, version as well yeah i haven't i saw it was there i'm like i don't want to get into it because it's too it's, it's too much i don't want to get into it but it's worth watching the uh new zealand one um because it'll be on on demand it's three on demand yep. or whatever um but yeah it's smoke free 2025 have you seen that ad? no so apparently new zealand's going to be smoke free by 2025 that's the uh, yeah they'll be banging no on
1: that time. for ages i think
0: yes yeah, it's, it's coming up though and i was just like so, at the comedy club the other night, like, uh, at the end of the night, all these comedians and, and people running outside to have a cigarette. Actual
1: cigarette, or were they vaping? Um,
0: actual oh, cigarettes, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, most of them, yeah. Um, I, I mean, because I've never smoked, so I, it, I I do tend to forget that people smoke. Yeah. But it seems, I just, it, prohibition never freaking works.
1: Uh, no, they're just going to, they just... Aren't they getting rid of all tobacco products? That's the gist of it, I think. And then only,
0: yeah, I know, but it doesn't work. It never works. Prohibition doesn't work. No, it'll be fine. It's They're going to go to these
1: baby things. We've got two. Oh, no. Actually, there's a countdown: two years, three months, and twenty three days as of this recording. Thank you, smoke free uh, Alto. Um, <laughs> oh. I, I, t-
0: I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong. This is this is my my point. You can and we can debate it. But but basically, it's like. These things should be available. I, I understand if you tax the crap out of them, um, and but I think they should be put together in a way that's responsible and available. If you prohibit things, then it becomes black market and there are no controls over yes, it anymore. Okay. Once you prohibit it, there's no more controls, right? So at the moment, the, you can't sell them in dairies to under-16s or whatever it is, and you know you can't do this advertising all the rest of it. Um, whereas with drugs, you can sell them to anyone because it's all illegal. If we'd had the referendum, I reckon there'd be less drug problems than there is yeah. now. Um, and like cigarettes are legal. I don't smoke even though they're yeah. legal. You're better off educating so, people why they shouldn't smoke rather than making it legal, like, it just does so, not make sense to me. I don't think so. Nearly
1: work. 85% of New Zealanders are smoke free, according to this website, and their goal yeah. is to go less than 5% by 2025. All I want them to do is not have them at the supermarket because every time I go to the supermarket, the person in front of me wants to buy cigarettes, which involves I want a pack of whatever. I want a pack of twenty five Winfields, whatever. So then that person has to signal the supervisor. The supervisor has to go get them. They have to bring it over, and the whole time I'm just standing there. And they're like, "Oh, it's interesting because I always look at their total. Like it's like forty something, forty seven dollars for a packet of smokes." And I'm just like,
0: Win- "Winfields worth three dollars and eighty six cents with Mum in the Dairy." Because yeah. um, yeah. I just, I'm nice. just
1: like. I don't even know how these people are affording to smoke. No, anyway,
0: I, I have no idea.
1: Uh, you're crazy. Let's say anyway. they reach that goal. We'll uh, update this in 2025. I'm sure there'll be a story about it. <laughs> um, what are the gay Ukrainian super soldiers up to?
0: Uh, it it's it's more um, it's it's more the um, Russian mind. What do you call it? Propaganda oh, stuff. Is that all. And they they're talking about. Um, this is like not just some random this is putin's spokesman mm. his his top advisor has made the claims that new the us is using brainwashing okay. to make ukrainian soldiers gay because that makes them super soldiers what? and I'm, I'm like i think i think I think your propaganda is a bit screwed up because you're basically saying the gays are better than. I was hoping you. that there was a whole <laughs>
1: battalion of fabulous, muscly men dressed in pink and rainbow actually, flags running around. Is there?
0: Actually, now you reminded me, there is uh, a really good quote. So this has been uh, this is in the LGBTQ Nation yeah. um, okay. website, and there was this really good quote because they kept going on about. Um, uh, the Spartans, yeah, yeah, okay. right? So Sergei, Sergei Merikov, Markov, um, former advisor to Putin, Putin, said this in Russian TV. So, quote: Military theorists and historians know which army in Greece was the strongest. Remember the Spartans; they were not united by a homosexual brotherhood. Okay. They were all homos. These were the politics of their leadership. I think they're planning the same for Ukraine's armed forces. Unquote. Okay. Right. So, I. It's no, not no, me no. saying that. Right. Um, but what I liked here was really cool. There is some this is just uh from this yeah. article. There is some historical evidence to suggest that the Spartans of ancient Greece may have been encouraged homosexual activity as a way to encourage soldiers to stay in the military and fight for their partners' right. lives. So cohesiveness. The uh evidence also suggests that Spartan soldiers were expected to age out of such activities after completing. Oh, okay. A certain stage of their yeah. military career, so it's you know it's sort of something that was part of the the culture, yeah. I guess. But the, I did not know this, but this is interesting. The most famous gay military force in ancient, uh, in ancient yeah. Greece was actually not Spartan, but the sacred sacred band of Thebes, okay, an elite military force deliberately comprised of 150 gay or bisexual couples that defeated the spartans and murdered both the spartan kings in a single campaign well,
1: okay so,
0: there's a movie there it probably there's is a movie it there. probably is
1: uh, but it's crazy like yeah. it's, like the russians just have to try and grasp at straws because they don't oh. have the people like they you know they're grabbing them from cuba they've got this random propaganda <laughs> they're killing the dude that you know couldn't get the thing
0: the the dude that couldn't land on the moon damn it oh yeah yeah (laughs)
1: it's a tough place to be it's a tough i don't don't know anyway Uh, that brings uh. us to the end of this podcast uh this week i have i don't know work and then potentially sightseeing with the relatives maybe not sure what's going on
0: oh yes uh, you're going to show them some of the muse- museums around New Zealand?
1: No, I think <laughs> I think they're coming over to Hamilton Gardens at some point. So, Because uh, actually last no, week, cool. Luke came up from Bulls and um, he messaged me and he says, oh, I'm at Hamilton Gardens. I was like, sweet. And he says to me, I said, where are you? And he goes, oh, I'm in the um, enclosed gardens next to a pool of water. Okay. I was like, um, can you take a photo fo-
0: that would be the modernist no one no no but the... there's
1: there's pools everywhere like even out yeah, oh, yeah so no. i said can you take a photo of a sign when you see it oh okay so that's all good took a photo and then i found him and then we went it was him his wife and his four kids and um wandered oh, yeah. around and around and he goes oh i didn't realize how big this place was and i didn't understand why you wanted the sign because he goes, I just thought it was just one thing. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. And he and the funny thing was, he goes, I don't think we would have seen most of these gardens if you hadn't taken us around. Because that's, yeah. I mean, you if, if you don't have the map.
0: Um, have you yeah. been there recently? I oh, with the.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Said, no, oh, I went yeah, last yeah. week,
0: and and there's a lot oh, of works going to... on at the moment. So uh, yeah, middle of next yeah, makes it even harder to figure out how to yeah. get around. Middle of
1: next year, they're going to be finished, yeah. apparently.
0: Are they ever finished, or just uh, just those main, the main buildings, buildings
1: and the uh, entrance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, cool, cool, sweet. Um, headline of the week. I'll just go through this because I thought it was hilarious, um, and and I really don't want to go through the article. Just okay, headline.
1: headline
0: of the week. NSA, Sorry. NSA, okay, the National Security Agency of yep. America. NSA orders employees to spy on the world with quote dignity and respect. Okay. Take, <laughs> take that as you will. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what this is supposed to mean, but it's got some uh, privacy advocates up in arms. So, anyway. Okay. Well,
1: until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya.
0: Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.